Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Elizabeth Best. That's me. Movies, TV, they love to fall back onto romance cliches. Oh, right? they do. Yes, they love a good cliche. What? Uh, any particular ones in movies, films, the uh, TV that you can't stand? About crying love? in the rain. Crying I mean, in the not rain. crying in the rain. Kissing uh, in the rain. Kissing That's what I meant. Kissing in the rain. Ah. No one wants to kiss in the rain. Is that so? It's cold. And it's <laughs> annoying. And they're just like, oh, it's raining, but I'm so swept up in this moment that I'm not noticing that I'm completely fucking soggy. Because ah, if you have a sh- if you were ever ever have a shower with someone, you don't really kiss them under the direct stream. I mean, of the but shower. that's sexy because you because you're both naked. Ah. But when you've got clothes on and they're getting sodden and weighty with rain and your hair's getting all shit, considering you probably spent some time doing it, like it's just not. My idea of I'm like let's like run through the rain and get undercover and then kiss because that's a cliche I can get on board with. But just like kissing in the rain is unrealistic. Yes, it looks nice, but the wet cl- having wet clothes on your body when you're still out of your abode, out yeah. and about in the world. And on movies, good, they dry good. you off and give you a new costume. But yes. if you're in the real life, you have to either go to dinner and sit in a puddle or like <laughs> go home. And well, I guess you've got an excuse to take clothes off then, but. That depends if you want that excuse. I don't know. <laughs> what about you? Uh, running through an airport. Oh, why would, yeah, yeah security uh, would tackle you yeah, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. post-9-11 world, that's not on. We, the, you can't run through an airport Plus vaulting over. Plus these days you're on, in masks in an airport and that's just not secu- good for respiration. Dodging past <laughs> security, you're getting, that's seven years in prison, yeah. I reckon, and, and rightfully so. Yeah. So, yes, a couple of movie cliches where... The romance, like romance, gets sort of presents nicely, but underneath. I'm going to post this in the group. I want to know what other there has to be more out in the world, the right? Let us know your bugbears about movie, TV shows, uh, romance cliches this about sex, to- romance, dating, marriage. Any, we'll take all. This is Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. Hello. I'm Liz Best, and I'm Tom Harris. Hello, one and hello all. Hello, everybody. Today we have a guest because yes. it's a main episode. So this morning we would like to welcome Sebastian. Hello, Sebastian, come on down. Now Thank we're going to call you Seb because Sebastian's a really long name. Yes, but we just wanted to, you know, give you the the full name experience. Right up the top. I appreciate it. Before we get into things, yes. can I throw in my horrible please movie thing? Do. Please, please. Now, can I just point out that that, that uh, Seb actually hosted a podcast called I say hosted because it's on hiatus. Yeah, correct. Yes. Little pause. Uh, called Second Takes. Uh, it's a movie podcast, so I feel like your opinion would be quite expert. Mm. Shockingly, we didn't watch too many like romantic comedies or anything throughout it. It was mo- it's, it's a movie podcast. Yeah, like mostly Marvel and crap. But, I mean, sure. <laughs> um, the thing that always irritates me is when a character character has just been an awful, awful partner the entire movie, but they have that one grand gesture. 
and the audience have to be like, oh, they're not so bad. Yes. And they just forget right. about like, yes. history yes. of abuse or anything. Yeah. Like yes. that movie that I was like, I'm going to love this, but that Happiest Season. Did you see no, that? No, I haven't seen that one. It was like a Christmas movie where um, Kristen Stewart and I can't remember the name of the actress who plays her girlfriend, but her girlfriend was a complete asshole right. to her. Yeah. Like literally keeping her closeted from her family her entire weekend, like hanging out with the ex-boyfriend because the mum wants to. And then all of a sudden she's like, but I love you. And I'm like, but you've been a garbage human yes. to her for the whole movie. Gold star for you. So for that point, Sebastian. angry. I'm Very sorry, good. but a grand gesture is gaslighting in the highest form. Like they do love it in bombing. bad dad films yep. as well. Like liar, liar. How he's just an awful, awful yeah. human being. Yeah. But at the very end, he's like, "Hey, I'm here for my son." It's like, yeah, cool. Your son's ten. It's been ten years of <laughs> ten not years. being there for him. But you did that one thing. And you, it's did, like, you came to one baseball game. Good on you, gold star, my friend, gold star. Ah, excellent. Well, great point uh, and good introduction to the show, Seb. Well, uh, welcome aboard. Thank you for coming. Seb's here to share uh, stories or just one story about love, dating, romance, etc. gone by. That's the brief of this show. Uh, it does sound like on the surface that Liz and I just like having a sticky beak in someone else's dirty dirty laundry. Sometimes but I do. Yes. But, but we acknowledge there's that's a greater purpose. Yes. Uh, we, 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 we seek to hear, not only hear stories from Literally everybody on the planet, if we'll have them, uh, but we like to learn from them. What are what are the? Weird, it, it does get quite kumbaya at the end. So uh, we're not, we're not not just the shallow podcast that uh, that you think we are. A Look, little bit of depth. We got some rules though. <sighs> yes, rules. yes, we do have some rules. Okay. New new readers to the show um, will like to know that. Our uh, guest, our guests will use alibi, uh, not alibis, aliases. Sorry aliases. for the people they're talking they have an about alibi today. for the yes, murder that they committed <laughs> at the end of the second story. Here in Love Court, uh, yes. So, and uh, uh, aliases for the people you're going to talk about today, Seb, um, and that helps us with rule two, so that people that piece together who our guest is today and who they end up talking about. No doxing, please. No sharing of private Don't be a information. Dick. We're not. Yep. We're not here to expose anyone. We're here to tell our own stories. And learn from them and That's what right. we learn from That's them. That's not the spirit of the, sh- of the show. Um, and my favourite, favourite rule, no threats on mic. Yes, please. Good. Off mic, fine. I wasn't planning on making any threats. <laughs> but now they're, Sometimes now they're people <laughs> are just like, oh, that fucker, you know, yeah. I don't know. They might feel like that, but they've never said it on this show because we have a rule. Yes, that's right. Uh, I guess with all the stories I'm going to be sharing, the important thing to keep in mind, I guess on my front, is they are literal human beings on the other end of that story. Exactly. And whether or not I'm highlighting the the ups or the downs of their stories, they're not maliciously evil people going about doing things like everyone. I'm I'm sure there's stories out there that people could tell. They'd come on the same show and maybe talk about me. I hope not, but like, I don't know. Yeah. And look, it's a learning experience because that's what we do here. Absolutely. All right. So, Seb. Where are we starting for first story? I guess I give a really brief background for because this story that I have, all well, the stories that I have, take place within a year and a half time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, well, I guess, almost two years ago, came out of a marriage. Mm-hmm. So I've been with that partner for about ten years, married for a little portion of that, and then hit single life after pretty much not being single from being like twenty. So, and that's terrifying because the dating landscape has completely changed. Sure has. Sure has. <laughs> um, so, so one of my stories goes into like my first proper relationship outside of the marriage and then um, like what I kind of call like the year of Tinder, mm-hmm. which has, which I'm, I'm sure you've had just Everyone so has of. a year of Tinder. Yeah. Um, 
Except Tom. Tom's like, nope, <laughs> no the, year of Tinder no, for me. No, no, thank you. That's I, a good idea. That's good. I, I politely declined the offer. Thank I did you. it. And then I went, oh, much regret. <laughs> um, so I will, I guess I'll, I'll signpost it up front as well. My first story is the, probably the heaviest of them all. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other ones are all, I think, personally, kind of funny. Okay. Like, right, they're the ones I enjoy telling because I normally get a bit of a laugh out of people. This first one is is very much not that. And I assume you guys put like content warnings on. Yeah, stuff we put with. content warnings in the show notes. Um, so readers, right there is some front. there is some meat and vegetables that you have to eat at the beginning of the podcast. Before you, know, you can but lick it's good, the icing off but, the cake at but the end. You got it's good for you. You need the these uh, nutrients. You need the need the roughage, and then we'll have we'll have some sugary dessert. We at promise the end, you can right? have dessert <laughs> afterwards, guys. The the sweets after the story delicious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So come on. Uh, get get eating, everybody. Right, take us away, Seb. All right, so um, I started dating um, this girl pretty, honestly, pretty soon after the marriage ended. It was within like a month or two. Um, we actually met at Christmas on a Christmas party, which my friends call it Christmas for Orphans, where effectively they yes. just have oh, all yes. their friends who either don't want to spend Christmas night with their families or don't Can't. have, yeah, yeah, exactly. So... I went there. I do it every year, even though I have like a family that I can see. I normally <laughs> was like, no, no, would you lunch? Because I have Christmas for orphans at you night. You get double Christmas. Double yeah. Christmas. And it's, I love it, but it's just, you know, a couple of drinks and only a bonfire, which is ridiculous because it's the middle of summer here, but you know. <laughs> um, met this girl there and she was lovely and we started talking the next day and ended up going on a couple of dates and we actually ended up started dating. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all fine. That's pretty, you're, you're stock standard. You meet someone, you get along, whatever. I uh, The... The relationship itself really started to take more of a dark turn about three months in. So about the halfway point because we ended mm. up lasting for about six months um, by the end of it. Um, I haven't even used a, a pseudonym here. I was just going to avoid using any name altogether. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah, excellent. Please. Um, I, unfortunately, um, in this case, um, this particular person did suffer from a couple of different mental illnesses, which is 100% okay. Like everyone goes through their struggles. Yeah. Um, and I guess for me, it was sort of a learning experience of how to how to be there for somebody with certain things going mm. on. Um, I mean, they're kind of stock standard, like, you know, anxiety, depression, that sort of thing. Um, this person did also suffer from a form of bipolar disorder. I can't remember which one because honestly, it's about a year ago now. Yeah. It's all That's kind of fine. white noise. That's okay. And um, borderline personality disorder, which was probably right. the most interesting one, um, I guess, from my end as a partner to to be around. Are you guys are you guys terribly familiar with how um, BPD L- works? Little or bit, uh, little bit. I wouldn't feel comfortable giving the the dictionary definition of it. I, but yes, a little bit uh, covers my answer. I guess in a practical sense, for what it was like to. I guess, be around it. And, it, you know, of course, it can be different for, for any person that has it. It's, there's not a stock standard. This is what it is. Um, but um, she would have heightened reactions, whether positive or negative, to anything. Mm. So imagine I came into the studio today and I bought you all a latte each. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, thanks, Seb. That might make you from a 4 out of 10 to maybe feeling at a 6 out of 10. Mm. You know, you're like, oh, like, my mm. day is slightly better now. Um, for her, it would be a 10. Right. To the same point of if I was running late from work and I'd be home you know, right. half an hour later, what would normally bring you down to that five or four out of ten drops you down to a one. So right. everything was, I say everything, a lot of things were carried to the extreme by no fault of her own, of course, but that's just, I guess, how the condition affected her. Yeah, um, And that would lead to just, I guess, violent mood changes in a sense, like something would happen and suddenly they'd they'd just be crying or they'd start screaming. And these episodes could last between like five minutes to half an hour. And that was, I guess, more of an interesting thing of just 
existing around that when I'm I normally am pretty okay with just keeping my emotions in in check. Right. But having to I guess be there in that sense where I'm not used to I, I can understand on an intellectual level how this is happening, but on an emotional level I have no connection to those sort of changes in emotion. Yeah. And you'd be having to regulate a lot of your I say behavior in quote marks because it's not really yeah, but like have to regulate a lot of your reactions and kind of temper yourself yeah. to fit in with what you anticipate might be coming. Exactly, yeah. And these things could be, like I said, little bursts here or there. Um, but there was um, on the night of my 30th birthday, I'd gone out for drinks with my friends. She was, of course, invited, but actually lost her license. So she couldn't come out because, you know, when you go to the nightclubs, they scan they, your yeah. licenses. Mm-hmm. So she ended up staying at my place and just chilling and watching movies with my dogs, which is lovely because I'll you know, be home in a few hours. And I started getting messages from her and they started turning to the point that it, it came across that she was going to kill my dogs. Oh, and that's not good. So I ended up after like the first was that, 45 minutes to an hour of my birthday leaving because I had to go home because honestly yeah. I was just terrified um, for my dogs. Yeah. Um, got home and she had gone through like literally my entire liquor cabinet. Like there was nothing oh, no. left, which is fine. Like I don't even drink that much, but it was just like a no. Bit but of a that mess. puts someone into a different state. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, there were there were times like yeah, I come home and like my bathroom would be covered in blood from like self harm attempts, mm. and oh, she'd no. be chilling out, acting like nothing had happened, but obviously leaving signs there at the same time. So it would be more of a case of you should never directly communicate this had occurred. It was quite literally coming home and seeing like the aftermath. Right. Um, it was all in all a pretty awful situation, I guess. Um, but that's, like I said, not her fault or anything and like that. And it's really hard when you care about the person, like yep. in, especially in a romantic sense, um, to, to be like, I want to help you, but I don't know how. And, you know, you try to get attempts of help, like, you know, do you want to seek support here or there or do you need to talk to your family and stuff like that and the person not engaging with those sorts of things. Um, we had a couple of times we'd actually gone to the emergency room because she had hurt herself in such a way that we actually needed to get proper medical attention. Mm. And I'm not sure if you guys know, <laughs> um, the mental health care in public hospitals is probably not the best. Yes. No. Um, and a lot of the cases ended with quite literally, well, we're sending her back into your care I don't even work from home at this point. Yeah. So they're saying, can you just be around this person twenty four, you know, twenty four seven, and in a sense of like, I actually have to work to to keep the house that I'm yeah, staying in. Yeah. Um. But there was just, I guess, no resources on on Queensland Health's side in that regard. Um. It also outside of this, I the the relationship itself was a bit a bit of a weird one, like regardless of sort of the the mental health situation there. Um. I don't know if we, I don't think this is related at all. I think this is just like personal beliefs, but um, she was like an avid believer in ghosts. Right. Right. And she would move things around the house and then try and convince me that she didn't do it Mm, and that there was something else going on. Um, I wonder whether she was actually. Normal activity. Sorry. (laughs) 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 I wonder whether it was like a conscious thing or she actually just was not. It was she was in a manic or state when she did it and didn't actually remember? 
I mean, who who knows? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. but it's a, it is a curious speed bump to have. A, I mean, Hove interview, this old one. I do believe in ghosts. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I'll put it in the cards. I am I'm full I, atheist, but I I don't pretend like I know the answer oh, like, either. I'm an atheist as well, but I have experienced some things Ooh. that you cannot explain, which I shall get into. I don't really know. If I'll get into it in another episode because it's not romantic. Where are anything. all the new ghosts? Where are the new ghosts haunting new buildings that were built ten years ago? Where they're all all ghosts are hundreds of years old. Where are the new ones? Huh? Yes, huh? Well, the ghosts that I people in the seventeenth century had things to come back like unfinished work. Fuck yeah, off. yeah. Now they've all just worked to death. They had nothing yeah, to live for it, in I'm the going. first place. Right, leave me alone. I'm, <laughs> I'm di- done. I'm dying. Let me rest. Mm, interesting. <laughs> So you have a ghost story? Oh, is, is he going to no. take this chance? When is no, it going to come up again? Am I going to take this chance? Uh, look, producer Dom, we've got Dom on producer today because Zane's got a headache. Producer Dom has just pulled down their microphone. Oh, I just wanted to say, hey, remember how we've got a very limited recording time today? Yeah. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> uh, yes. just yeah. the, it's just the yeah. producer oh, here right. doing producer stuff. The producer stuff. doing the producer stuff. Okay, fine. I won't go on the tangent, but, but I will post my little ghost story in the Ghost of Boyfriends Fast. I mean, that sounds like a bonus group. episode sort of thing. There we go. Bonus episode, literal ghost stories on mm. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Because mm. it's, it's a tangentially appropriate, but not for this story. Okay, you continue with your story about how she was convincing you that ghosts were real. No, she was trying to convince trying me. To. Like I said, I'm pretty standard, well, say standard, I'm pretty staunch with my beliefs here, but my family is not. So she actually got my sister involved in this. <laughs> now, my sister and, and, and this girl, um, they are both... They collect crystals. They charge them in the moonlight. Yes, um, yes. My girlfriend at the time actually self-identified as a witch, which for me is like, was something as an atheist. I'm like, man, whatever. Just do do what you, you do like. You. I think yeah. it's. I think this is nonsense. But also, I don't care. You're not hurting anyone. Exactly. So, like I said, if there were, if she was Catholic versus a witch, for me, as it's all the same. 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 <laughs> as long as they're not trying to convert you to whatever it is that they're doing, you, do it. You say that I did have received several requests from her, which I will say I did not comply with, um, for a sample of blood and semen for a locket that you no, can wear. No, thank you. Yeah, and I'm like, and you think like, oh, voodoo stuff. No, for me, it's like, that's, no, that's too much like DNA. That's crazy. I'm not doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. Also for me, not slightly romantic. That's just no. Um, it's not hygienic either. She would do like little spell jars, and I go for like long drives, and she give me like a particular rock to put in my pocket. Like this is all oh. nonsense to me. But also, there's no Sometimes harm in I taking think a rock. It's, yeah, that when it's like a rock and not blood and semen, I'm like, because like you know, it, I'm I'm of the opinion that it can't hurt unless it's placed somewhere where it's going to cut you or scratch you. Yes. Like, and, you know, if, if it brings me luck, hooray. If it doesn't, someone's just done a nice thing because they're thinking about me. Exactly. And I took the, the, like the example, the rock for the drive. I took that as, a, okay, you just care that I have a safe trip. Yes. Like that's a, that's a lovely thing. Yes. That's no problem. It's For me, it's like you could have handed me anything and it would have meant just as much. Because, and, <laughs> but the rock was important to you and that's okay. And like, so she got... Your sister involved. My sister was already involved in that sort of stuff. Like she was like, is it tarot cards and so an easy, readings? She was easy to hook. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Easy to hook onto ghosts. They're as bad as each other in that sense that they they were both waiting for engagement on that topic yes. and they've just kind of collided. Yep. Um, so that's where I'll probably end that one. There is a bit more, but I'm just I don't really want to go into no, it. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll leave that. There Can I just is. quickly ask um, when it ended? Mm-hmm. Was it you that ended that one? No, actually, it wasn't. And effectively, <laughs> I probably should have said this. I kind of got into a point where I want. I bet three months in, I was pretty well done with it. But because she had had so many attempts on herself, yeah, I was right. sort of like, I 
frankly don't want her to kill herself. And not that I would ever think me dumping someone would make you worth that. No, but But like she was in such an emotionally fragile state that I was like, oh no, I'm stuck. So when you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in, obviously things aren't, you know, hitting on 10. And I think over that like remaining three months, we just sort of wound down. And then when she was like, hey, I think we should break up. I was like, fuck yes, we should absolutely (laughs) break up. absolutely. I actually thought- like, hell yeah, she's made the call. Yes. She'll be behind this. She'll be yes. awesome. And then the day no. after, I get a call from my sister being like, hey, so she took like three boxes of Panadols in oh, the hospital. Shit, and yeah. I'm like, Let, she was okay. Obviously, she's fine now. She's seeing someone else and very well, I think, from what I understand. Good, good. But it was like, oh, I'm fine. Like, I thought like when she'd made the choice to end it, I thought like with that empowerment doing it, all, you know, all systems go, but- end up being the same kind of thing I was worried about to begin with. But, I mean, like I said, she's good now, so that's nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was – that's a lot. Yes, uh, but – and more – it's comforting, comforting in a way that the outcome was the same, uh, they were like either way, you know. I so find that less comforting because I could have ended it three months earlier yeah, and it would have been the same yeah, outcome. It's yeah. stra- it, is, it is strange either way. You roll the, roll the dice, you end up with the same result. But she is okay now, so I kind of know that for a fact. So it's definitely yeah. better than what she could have been. I don't know. She's moving objects around someone else's flat now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Trying to Yeah. laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> so I'm going to make a, a producey call here and I... I reckon that we should have this as a standalone episode because I think there are some things to chat about in the... Uh, we promised dessert to I our know. dear readers and there's been pulled away. I know. Mum's being cranky mum today. <laughs> yes. But I just think that I think that I'd like to spend more than a couple of seconds on the What We Learned part of that podcast, is, if that's okay with I'm you. Easy, yeah. It's yeah, fair. yeah. It's very fair. So I hope you understand and forgive us readers, but there'll be sugary sweets in the future for you. Yes, yes. And plus, you know, there's a mini so next week we'll make you laugh then yeah, it's but right. i think that it's important to address um the mental health issues um and 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 what you can do as a partner to try and support the person but not at a cost of yourself so one of the things that that i learned from this particular um story is that you need to it's a very fine line walking between looking after your own self-interest and making sure that somebody else is okay and i think that that's when you need to get some kind of professional help or opinion for yourself not for the other person because if they're not willing to seek help Mm. then there's not really much that you can do about it. Um, but I think that you definitely need a professional opinion on how to extricate yourself from that to cause the least amount of um, harm to both yourself and the other person. Mm. And on the flip side, if you are someone that has mental health problems of some description, um, figuring out how you broach what you need or want from your partner uh, can be tricky. It can be weird to sit down with someone and say, hey, I feel like this sometimes and because of that I need a response from you like mm. like this. Um, but it is easier than you think. I've done it uh, before in the past and you, you for, I don't know, for weeks, months, you you sort of over-worry about it, you, you simmer on it, panicking about mm-hmm. having to bring up, oh my God, if I bring up that I need this, then of course. It's okay. But it's okay, baby bear, You're in a in a any de- decent, loving uh committed uh, relationship your partner will go hey that's okay i understand that and will it can be a conversation where mm. you two can work together against the one problem so 
that would be it, it's it's more advice, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> rather than anything learned. What did you learn from this particular relationship? And it can be nothing that happens. Actually, a couple of things, and some I. I I've been asked this before, like especially my dad's really big into coke, but what was the lesson? Yes. And oh, good. That's just how we- Tell your dad we, to come on the podcast. What was the lesson? Um, I guess firstly, and this is not the big lesson, but for me it was actually engage with your friends over these topics yes. after it had all mm. ended. Like there were t- when, you get, when you feel sort of trapped in a relationship, like we've all had a good shower cry, right? Yes. Are you having one or two of those a week? And it gets to the point, <laughs> like if you're doing that, something has to give. Yes. Um, but after it had all ended, like my best friend was like, I, we had spoken about it, and he was like, "What the hell are you talking about? When did all this happen?" Because I just never spoken to anyone about it because I'm like, and I'm handling my business. Yeah, yeah. Mm. sometimes um, that you haven't shared this stuff. But and he felt bad. I'm like, well, dude, how are you going to know? Yeah. Like, um, so I guess engage with just your friends in general because you can get really tunnel visioned on it. I guess my this is going to sound like the worst lesson to learn because it sounds like an arrogant thing, but I still stand by it. Is don't put up with more shit than than it's worth putting up with. Um, I had the same thing for like my marriage. My marriage should have ended two years before that it did, but I kept thinking, no, this can work. This can be fixed. This can work, and it's about putting you know bad good work after bad sort of thing. Yeah, the sunk cost fallacy of yes. relationships. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I think it's important to just make sure that you're checking in with yourself and what you need, and if and if something is not serving you then that's when it's time to reevaluate. Yep. And don't, I don't mean serving you as in like if everything's not perfect for you, but if if it's if it's at a point where you're feeling worse than you are good. Yep. Then it's probably not worth continuing. And it I mean, I guess no, no we're not going into the other stories today or anything. I'm going to let you tell one. One. Okay. But <laughs> the the big lesson for me was ex- exactly like Time is finite if something's not working and you've given it a go. Like legitimately, I would never say, oh, this isn't working, quit now. I'd say if it's not working, can it work? Okay, no, you've tried, end it. I took that into the next 12 months of, of my Tinder stuff yes. because I got, I found I got super, super picky. Um, and I, I would argue none of these were really bad things to be picky over, but things that I know past Seb would have thought, oh, this is workable. And yeah. they're really not. No. So I do think I was able to take on from a combination from like how the marriage ended and how that relationship went to to make those choices properly. It really helps you drill down on what you want, doesn't it? So you want one story. If you can give me one quick one and then we can either we can either record straight after this or we can get you in another time. But I yes, all right. Okay. Good. This actually works chronologically as well, so this works in my head. Great. Um, so the year of Tinder begins. Yeah. Um, I had never been on Tinder prior to all this. There was like a week between, I said, when like the marriage ended to when I started dating this other girl mm-hmm. where like I had Tinder but never really used it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was like, okay, what's this all about? Oh, it's hell. I get it. Yes. I'm in hell. Yes. Um, and I ended up going on three lovely dates with this girl. Um, she was actually really, really nice, genuinely a good person, um, very funny, all that. Once again, I must have a mags on me. She's into the crystals and stuff. I don't know what about my personality seems to attract those people, but that's fine. Once again, have I don't. You still care. got a crystal in your pocket from your sister because mm. maybe that's it. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, but something about me just seems to to bring these people in, which is fine. Like I said, I don't actually care. I just think it's like a funny trend. Yeah. So we had gone on three dates, and on the third date, 
Um, we actually went to Bogger Road Jail for like one of the ghost tours. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could rant about how so terrible So you went on a was. ghost tour when you don't believe in ghosts? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. uh, I want to be spooked, but I was not spooked. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to believe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I also didn't feel very well like educated from it either. Like I learned a couple of things, but it was... Anyway, that, I got that's the heebie-jeebies from Bogger Road Jail. Really? I felt yeah. nothing, and I wanted to feel. A jeebies. Um, so this will be a real quick one, though, guys. We're going on. It was good. It looked like we we're about to approach, like actually being official, like boyfriend girlfriend. Like it was there, and then she revealed that she was a flat earther. Oh uh, no! Um, which and like I said, I will. You believe in Jesus? Cool, man. Have fun. You believe in rocks, dude? Whatever. I, good. Like, you want to throw people into volcanoes? Hey, that's your vibe. Oh, you've hit me now. Oh, you believe like what? <laughs> like you're super anti-science. Okay. Cool, oh yeah. So cool, she was cool, like cool, cool, she cool. wasn't anti-vax either, but she was like. That hesitant bunch that was like, I'm going to get it when I'm forced to, but not a moment sooner. So I was like, okay, well, the point is you're getting it, right? Did you ever chat to her about like, how can you believe this garbage? About the earth? No, no. You'd be surprised how quickly I can disengage with the person when I'm like, oh no, you're crazy. The switch is off. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. She, like I said, wonderful, wonderful person. We still talk randomly every now and then. But like when that came through, I was like, "Oh my god, how That's is like this possible?" That's like incompatible with relationships. No, full yeah, stop. no good. No, no good. No. Gee whiz! I yeah. would apologize to all the flat earthers out there, but I don't care. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's laughs> You're right. just wrong. Send the hate at me, flat earthers. Send it. Send it. I want it all. Thank you for that, Seb. Yeah, um, I would love to record a couple of your more little funny stories at a future date. But I just thought, I feel like we need to give the the first story that you had, the, like it feels like it needed a moment. Um, and I think that some people at home will be quite appreciative of that um, particular moment. And I think that if you've got any tips on how you've navigated a relationship in the past um, where somebody has had either physical physical or mental problems, mental health problems, not Mm. mental problems, Um, because it's very, you know, people with mental health problems like me, because everybody has a little bit of something, I reckon, deserve love too. And I just think any tips that we can give on making a relationship work and any tips if you've got, you know, any particular mental health issues that you would like to educate people on how best to respond and, you know, nurture you, then we'd love to hear them. Yes, please. Send all of those and dating stories, short and long. Send them through to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. We'll collect all your thoughts. Responses to questions, if you have better information or help than than Liz and I have provided. Yeah, I feel I was just completely inarticulate then. My brain is not catching up with what what I mean. But what I mean is we we like learning stuff and help us. That's what I mean. That's that's the long and short. Otherwise, we thank you uh, earnestly for listening once more. Uh, share the show with someone that you like. Uh, share the show with someone that you don't like. Uh, that way, <laughs> that way yes. you'll, uh, someone you like will be appreciative or you can bother someone you don't like. Yeah. Um, rate and review the show. And if you want to jump on Facebook, we've got a little group there. Ghost of Boyfriends Pass Group Therapy. We'll pop a lot at La Lonk. I can't talk we'll today. We'll pop a lonk Pop a lonk in the show notes. No, a link in the show notes was where I was going with that. I'm really tired. <laughs> really tired, you guys. So as Elizabeth desperately signals for our producer to bring on the uh, closing music, we will just thank you and get out of here. I'm Tom. That's Elizabeth. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Ha ha ha
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.